there, this is Anita from the Wise Woman's Workplace, and I'm here to share with you insights that made the difference in my journey from administrative assistant to executive director and beyond. Over the years, I've collected lessons learned on how to become a sought-after employee, and I want you to know them too, so that you are finally valued for your real contribution at your workplace. So, let's get started. This is Anita from the Wise Women's Workplace podcast and Facebook group. Today, we're going to talk about reporting to your upline, your boss, and I will share some pointers about how to easily report on what you're doing as a way to help validate your work. And if you aren't convinced of the value of reporting yet, I encourage you to go back to episode three of the Wise Women's Workplace and see if it doesn't change your mind. My first boss was very trusting when it came to the work that needed to be done and never asked me too much about what I was doing. It was nice to be trusted like that. It felt like he believed I was doing a good job and I was getting promotions, so I didn't realize the role that reporting has in your career development. Well, when I first became a manager myself and my responsibilities and team grew, I discovered that I had never really learned how to properly report on my work. At first, when I reported, I was very general about where things stood, and when my boss began asking questions about what was going on, I was slightly annoyed and felt like, well, what? Don't you trust that I can do this? But I learned over time that the key in reporting, besides reporting the critical information, was to be tactical about what and how I reported. This realization came to me through my experience with working with my own team, actually, When I was asking them to report to me, they were giving me general updates and I kept prodding them for more details. I felt like I was micromanaging and started to see that my team was second-guessing themselves, as if my questions were really a sign I thought there was a problem. I had to find a way to help them report to me on what I needed to know to ensure everything was on track, but also so that I could report to my higher-ups. This didn't require me knowing every little thing about what they were doing, but whenever I asked what I wanted to know, this micromanaging cycle would kind of set in. So then I started focusing on how whatever was being reported to me fit into the bigger picture of the organization. I asked myself how what was being done contributes to the organization's objectives. Looking at tasks and projects from this angle is extremely useful. This may sound obvious if you work on projects which have specific milestones or targets, but what if you work in a very repetitive kind of job? In this case, you must be more tactical and even a little creative. Let's talk a little about how to apply this to a real case. For instance, if your job is to enroll clients on or participants in a program, this is likely very repetitive work, and you may ask yourself how you can make this interesting to report on throughout the year. First, instead of just informing your boss that enrollment is an ongoing task and that it's on track, try to use this repetition to your advantage throughout the year and consider what objectives-oriented information you can add to the reporting. Second, I often notice that in reporting, employees summarize their ongoing work in a few words. Have you ever noticed how all of your hard work can get swallowed up into a short little description like, it's on track? If we go back to our enrollment example, using the verb enroll summarizes all of the steps that go into the enrollment process. Those intermediary steps are likely little known to your boss in detail. Or if it's too detail-oriented to report on the smaller steps, 
try another approach, which focuses on data markers. The point here is to make those steps into something noteworthy to report, no matter how boring they may sound to you. For example, can you say something like, we've just reviewed and launched the enrollment process for our new clients for this year, and then start with something like, eight new clients enrolled this week in the beginning to report on the bare numbers. Later in the year, maybe you want to report 24 new clients this month, bringing us up to 60, up from 10 at the same time last year. This shows evolution. And then potentially something like three new clients this month and a total of 200 year to date, just above our target for this year. That will show the final result maybe. Finally, think about how reporting can help you in your everyday job, but also how it can help you spread your wings. For example, you should be able to refer to your report and at a glance know what's on your plate. This will help you to explain to your boss what you're working on and perhaps why you aren't the best person to take on a project you don't want. On the other hand, you can tailor your reporting in a direction that you would like to go in order to highlight where things are going exceptionally well, and this can help you get noticed and assigned to that project that you want, for instance. Frankly, your boss wants to know that things are on track because that's the manager's primary responsibility, but your boss also wants to know what to report further up the line. The easier you make this for your boss, the better this will be for your boss and for you both. So, again, to recap, one, think about the importance of your job. In particular, think about how what you're doing fits into the bigger objective of the organization. Two, think about how to show progress and evolution in your job. If you have a repetitive job, make sure to think in advance how you can use milestones or data markers at regular intervals to let your boss know how you're advancing on the work, and always with the goal of linking this back to set objectives. Three, know that reporting is a way to influence your everyday situation, but also your longer-term objectives. By crafting your reporting in a specific way, you can highlight certain achievements or avoid unwanted work. Reporting is something that can make a big impact on how your work is perceived. I realized that when I reported better, my work was more regularly integrated into my boss's own reporting, and this will likely be the, the case at every level of the organization. Remember, reporting is an opportunity to show off the work that you do and to reassure your boss and others that your work is important and that you're on top of things. So make sure to dedicate some time to think about how you're going to report on your work and why. There's so much to say about reporting that I will likely come back to this in future episodes. So if this is an interesting topic for you, make sure to check back regularly. Also, I invite you to join the Wise Women's Workplace Facebook group to be part of a free but valuable community of women helping each other in the workplace. And finally, remember to subscribe to the podcast if you want to be informed when, my, when more podcasts are available with more tips on how to become a sought-after employee. There are many more helpful tips on the way. In the meantime, take care of yourself and be wise.